Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Legion of Michael podcast. I am your host, Paul Markle. Thank you very much for joining me today, for taking a little bit of time out of your busy week to listen to this show. I appreciate it. And I would encourage you, I I would appreciate the fact that uh, you shared this with other people. I would encourage you to leave a review. We are a relatively new show. We're only a couple of months old. And, uh, well, we, we need to get the word out. We need to let people know about the show If you appreciate it, if you like it, if you enjoy it, just do me a favor and let other people know so that they can enjoy it as well. And if you leave a review on whichever platform it is you're using, whether it's iTunes or or Podcast Gallery or iHeartRadio or whatever, if you'd leave a thumbs up or a heart or a star or whatever, that would be great. And also, we cannot do this. I Believe it or not, I don't do this as a hobby. Uh, I produce material, I produce media for a living, and producing material costs money. Yes, I have a mixing board, and I have a black microphone, and I have headphones, and then we have a website. We've got a lot of stuff that costs money, and in order to offset that, we have some show sponsors. So if you would support the show sponsors if and when it works for you, that would be great too. And if you would appreciate the fact that you're getting this for free. It doesn't cost you anything. So, The Bible is filled with words of encouragement, words that we have been given to help strengthen our faith. I, t- I led the show off with Joshua 1.9. It's one of my favorite verses, and I think it's a, a favorite verse of a lot of people, Joshua 1.9. And it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Notice there's no caveats there. There's no asterisks. That is a great thing about our God, about God the Father and his son Jesus Christ. There are no asterisks. There are no, well, maybe, there are no caveats in the word of God. He doesn't say, I want you to be strong. I want you to be courageous if you feel like it. If it's something you feel like doing, if you're not doing anything else, go ahead and be strong and courageous. No. (laughs) You see, our God does not deal in caveats or asterisks. 
He deals in commandments, in case you haven't figured that out by now. He said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. Not just sometimes, not just when he remembers you. No, he's with you always. Remember, we are told that our God, our Father, knew us before we were born. He knew every hair on our heads before we were born. And he said, I will be with you wherever you go. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, whether it's difficult, whether you're having a good time or a bad time, I will be with you. Now, some of the words of encouragement that we've been given have been given to us by, well, David, by King David, most fam- one of the most famous kings. There's two pretty famous kings, David and his son Solomon. But in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, we are reminded in uh, chapter 13, verse 22, and it says, after he had removed him, and by him they mean Saul, after they ha- he had removed him, he being God, he raised up David to be their king, concerning whom he also testified and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart, who will do all my will. Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty big endorsement. Uh, I, I bet you a lot of us would like to have that endorsement. Would you like to have that endorsement? Would you like to have a prophet of God come forward and say, fill in the blank, fill in your name here. I have found you, the son of your father, whoever that happens to be, to be a man after my own heart who will do my will. That's a pretty major endorsement. Now, one of the there are fewer words more famous in our Bible, besides maybe John um, 3.16, other than Psalm 23. Psalm 23, written by David, given to us as a gift. And I particularly like the King James Version. I know there's a lot of different versions, but... The King James Version was the one that I grew up seeing on posters in the church hallways or in Sunday school classrooms. It's the one that I remember reciting. And, of course, King James speaks in these and thous in very formal language, but I really like the King James Version. And the the KJV Version of Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, I don't know about you guys, but Psalm 23, really, it gets me right there, 
right there in the center of my heart. But what do those words mean to us? Psalm 23 has, uh, I believe, six verses, and they're broken down. The Lord is my shepherd. He is our guardian. He is our protector. That is what a shepherd is. A shepherd is the guardian and the protector of the innocent, of the sheep. The sheep are innocent. They cannot protect themselves against the wolves and the bears and the lions. Do you believe that it's a coincidence that David started out his life as a shepherd? Oh, that's right. That's when you say, that's right, I forgot. David was a shepherd. And David killed, did David not kill a bear and a lion? I hope I'm saying that right. While he was a shepherd? Yes. David protected the innocent flock. Yes, David killed a lion and a bear. It is recorded in the book of Samuel. Samuel 17.36, and he slew both a lion and a bear. So David knows a little bit about what it takes to protect the innocent, to defend the flock. Wow. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Ladies and gentlemen, if you will surrender to him, to God the Father, if you will obey his commandments, he's saying, I will take care of you guys. You remember what Christ said about the flat lilies of the field and, and the birds of the air and how your heavenly Father feeds them and clothes them? And even Solomon in all his glory was not like one of these. Won't he take care of you? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Christ promises us in the New Testament that if we are faithful children of God, that our Father will always take care of us. It's right there in Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Ladies and gentlemen, how many times in our lives do we feel as though we are walking through the valley of the shadow of death? We feel many times that that evil and sorrow, that demons are all around us. Feels like we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And maybe we're alone. We might feel alone in our lives. But what does he say? He says, well, if I have the time, I'll hang out with you. (laughs) No, this does not say that if he has the time, if he's not doing anything else, uh, if if you've given him enough money or sacrificed enough lambs or goats, he'll be with you. No. It says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow with death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. 
They rot, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Going back again to the Lord is our good shepherd. How many times has Christ been referred to as the good shepherd? David was a shepherd, and he protected the innocent. He understood what it meant to protect the flock from evil. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. What does that mean? Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. That means even though the devil is present in our world, that the devil, that Satan and his minions, Satan and his minions are present in our world, and they are set against you, and they are set against us. Satan does not want me to speak the words into this microphone. He does not want me to spread this message because it takes away from his power. Satan and his minions, his minions here on earth, and we see many of them, many of them are currently inhabiting our own government. Even though they are set against us, God says, I will prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. I will anoint your head with oil. That is a blessing. Going back to the Old Testament, having your head anointed with oil, that is an an honor, that is a blessing. My cup runneth over. It means that God will provide you with more than you need. If you will go back to, well, let's go back to Joshua 1.9. What does God require of you? He requires of you, he commands you to be strong and courageous, to not be afraid or discouraged. That is what you are commanded to do. And if you follow his commandments, your cup will run over. You will have more than you need. And David finishes up and he says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Was David a perfect man? No, David was a man, and no man is perfect. There is no perfect man on earth. But despite his imperfections, David was, and, and what did, how did, was he referred to in, in Acts 13? It says, I have found David, this is the Lord speaking, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart, who will do my will. And you see, that's what David did. David wasn't perfect. He was an imperfect man. But he was a man after God's own will, I'm sorry, own, own heart, because he was willing to do what? The will of God. Remember when, if you go back in in the book of Samuel, there were several times that David had the opportunity to strike down Saul. Saul was kind of a whack job. He started out okay, and then he went way off the rails. He went way off the rails, and he hunted David down. David was on the run, and he was hiding. And there was more than one time that David could have struck down Saul, but he said, no, even though this guy's after me, even though this guy is, is you know, uh, threatened my life, he is still currently at this moment in time 
the appointed one of God, therefore I will not strike him down. And he didn't. Now, eventually, God gave Saul and his, and his sons and his army over to the Philistines, and they were sl- slain. I was going to say slew. <laughs> they were slain, and he elevated David to position of king. There's another psalm that I truly appreciate, and this is one that I think is skipped over by a lot of, of Christians or Christians who claim that in order to be a Christian, you must be meek and mild and subservient, and you must allow evil men to roll over you because it, they believe that uh, if someone is a Christian, then they can't carry a gun or a weapon. They cannot defend themselves with violence of force, with force of violence, no, they believe erroneously that all Christians must be pacifists, that they must bow down before evil, that they must allow evil to run over them. Kind of like we talked about previously with the whole Christian science mentality of, well, I know my kid's sick, but uh, we're not taking him to a doctor. We're not giving him any medicine because if God wanted my kid to not be sick, he would miracle him not sick. And the pacifist Christians say, well, yes, there might be bad people who will do bad things and and hurt us, but if God wanted those people to stop, he will miracle them stopped. He will stop them himself. And I say, no, you are his instrument throughout the entire Bible, Old Testament and New. God has assigned men to be his instruments to be his representatives here on earth. David was one of those. David picked up the sword on many occasions. And even though Saul killed thousands and David killed tens of thousands, even though that was the case, God still said of David, he is a man after my own heart who will do my will. You mean modern Christians aren't supposed to be pacifists and weak and slavish and subservient and just allow the world to roll over them? No, they are not. David wrote a lot of Psalms, and he wrote one. He wrote 144 at least. In Psalm 144, he said, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. David did not apologize because he had done battle for the Lord. He had followed through. He had done the will of God. He did not apologize for that. He didn't say, blessed be the Lord, my rock, who makes me weak, slavish, and subservient, who lets me lay down before evil men and be run over. No, because David was a shepherd. David knew what it meant to protect the flock. That is why we are here, ladies and gentlemen. That is why I hope you are here. I hope that you are here because you understand that good men have to stand between the innocent and evil. Good men are called upon by God our Father to be his instruments here on earth. 
If you've been given the talent, if you've been given the courage, if you have been given the strength to be the shepherd of your flock, he expects you to do it. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Oh, wow. Kind of sounds like that's your job. It kind of sounds like if you've been given the talent, if you've been given the strength, if you've been given the ability, that you are commanded to go forth and protect the innocent. Commanded. Not just encouraged. Remember, our Lord doesn't deal in asterisks and caveats. He deals in commandments. The next time you might be feeling a little bit discouraged, the next time you might feel that you're... Maybe you're, you don't know if you're on the right path or on the right road, or you say, man, I, I, all these people are set, or all around me are people who are encouraging me to be weak, to be subservient, to, to give in, to submit to the world, to submit to the ways of Satan and his minions. There are people all around me encouraging me not to fight, but instead to be weak, to be slavish, and to surrender. What, is, what does God say? Or what does David say? Well, God is speaking through David in the Psalms. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. That's right. The people who want you to give up. The people who want you to surrender. The people who don't want you to be strong or courageous. Instead, they want you to be weak, mild, and subservient. They want you to just shut your mouth and do what you're told. The state says Christians need to be silent. Therefore, you need to be silent. No. We don't take our orders from the state. We don't take our orders from kings or czars or emperors or presidents even. We take our orders from God our Father who ordained us as his children. We have one father, and he doesn't sit in Washington, D.C. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the words of Joshua. Remember the words of David. If you're looking for, if you're feeling discouraged, you just need to open that book. Open up that book and start reading it. All throughout, in both the Old Testament and the New, there are words of encouragement, words that tell you to be strong. You just have to read them. They're there for you. The Bible is a gift to you from our God. It's instructions, it's encouragement, it's enlightenment. It's there for you. And I truly appreciate every one of you that's out there in my audience right now listening. I'm going to go ahead and and I'm going to close this one. But before I close it, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Legion of Michael training program. We have a Legion of Michael website. It's really hard to find. It's (laughs) legionofmichael.com. I'm being facetious. I'm being sarcastic. It's not hard to find. It's right there for you. The Legion of Michael, it's available right now. uh, And you can enroll. You can get involved in in the training you can commune with like-minded individuals. Every month we do a live Q&A session where people who are taking the course, we jump on a Zoom call and we talk to each other and we encourage each other. And it, it is a very beneficial program. I believe that you'll find it extremely beneficial. 
if you're looking to be a shepherd, if you understand that it is your job, that you are commanded, if you have been given the skill, if you have been given the talent to be the shepherd of others, you are commanded to be strong and courageous, not to be afraid and not to be discouraged. How wonderful is that? How wonderful is it knowing that we are commanded to be strong and to be courageous and to be of good faith? Not suggested. Remember, remember, it wasn't a suggestion. It was a command. We're going to go ahead and close out with the warrior's prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, bow your heads with me. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.